ghost, but I'm still in like I'm filmic. But you still stick flipping birdies real quick for the music. Get the meal quick to the table, get your filter. Can't remember how to feel shit. Take a real hit to the ego. Feel sick, no placebo. Now that real shit you said you people make you real sick, let the people. Now that hell shit becoming lethal. Hey, see I've been falling back, watch you came from a distance. No please, oh bees from the children. Uh, no fees, cold feet when it's finished. Uh, no peace in the streets that we live in. I can't say shit that'll make y'all change So I'ma stay rich in this good y'all claim Forever rich in the cut, it's a wrap Ain't talking about the cash, but we keep it in the bag, no cash What's good everybody, it's your boy King Diamond Eye And AB Guapo here for another episode of the Forever Rich Podcast um, How's your week going so far, my dude? Pretty good, uh, it's been quiet, but good, interesting, you know, good stuff I'm uh, going to a food truck beer festival today and a black-owned business, like the little market, so check some stuff out, support black folks around here in the neighborhood, see if they got some good stuff. Um, so it's been good other than that, you know, quiet, three-day three weekend, President's Day on Monday, so. Uh, Are you yeah. off? Yeah, yeah, you, you know, you know, you know, the government work, you know what I'm saying, it's, we, we always off, they, they find any reason to be off it don't matter like they'd be like oh is it um frog heritage week okay yeah we need it we need to be off that week y'all need to celebrate that so uh we're all i'm always off you can any holiday you can think of we we get them off so that's the one thing i like that's one thing i can't complain about so uh but other than that man you know typical week watch the super bowl it was a good it was it was a good game great game actually um, one of the best games I can remember in a very, very long time. I think that was the best game since uh, Tom Brady versus uh, the Falcons uh, when he was down at halftime and they came back. I think it's the best game since then. Um, so it was a very interesting commercials were eh, but we'll, we'll probably talk about that. And the halftime performance was, was decent. So that was an overall good Super Bowl and a good weekend. How about you? In a good week. How about yourself? Uh Mine was pretty good. Um, Super Bowl was not what I expected. I'm a little disappointed, but, you know, it was a good game overall. Um, I was surrounded by Chiefs fans, so I had to hear all their glutes and glamours. They was quiet the whole first half. Like, it was barely making peeps and and chirps. So, um, besides my cousin Mook, he was the only one still fired up. And then, of course, once Chiefs took the lead, then all of a sudden they wanted to rise like Jesus came back from resurrection o- over at the house. So I was like, man, sit y'all asses down. Um, but overall, Super Bowl was actually good. Um, Valentine's Day was nice and sweet. You know, didn't do anything too crazy for my girl. Um, I, I was sitting there contemplating, like, you know, should I do, the, like, the basic shit? Should I give her flowers? Should I buy something for her? So I just, like, created, like, a Valentine's bag of all her favorite shit, you know? Something not too too expensive, but also meaningful, you know? Because it's all shit that, yeah. you know, she yeah. she likes. So I, I forgot that. I forgot that was in this week, too. Yeah, we went to um this place. So you've been to, like, a wine bar before, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we have, like, a couple here in, in the area I live in, and... uh. We went to this one called Smash, and they had- Was like, you uh, smashing? <laughs> not, not in the bar, no. But uh, it was actually pretty cool. And then they had uh, this thing called a Rage Cage. Ever seen one of those where you just like can break stuff? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we did that. That was actually pretty fun. We got to go in there and just break a whole bunch of stuff, destroy shit. So forgot to throw that in there. But that was pretty cool. So if you have a Rage Cage or near you people- Go check them out. They're actually pretty fun. Yeah, so uh week was pretty good. Um, coming to an end here shortly. Um, I got to catch a flight to Virginia. I got to go to training out there. So I'll be out there all next week until the weekend. So, um, yeah, it wasn't too exciting, but, you know, wasn't dull by any means. So I was blessed to have another week of life. So, um, but... Speaking of Super Bowl, um, we're going to give our our thoughts on the game. Um, Of course, it didn't go the way that we projected it. We had Eagles. We had Jalen Hurts, you know, Super Bowl MVP. Almost did it. I mean, it was looking very, very promising in the first half until, you know, that fumble. Um, But how are you feeling after the Super Bowl? Are you sick? Are you excited? Are you just like, eh, it's whatever? 
I'm more of it's whatever. Um, I did think the Eagles were going to win. I just thought the Eagles had better defense. Um, they, they really, their defense didn't come out at all. It was just a shootout, which is better for the ratings, obviously. You know, that's a more entertaining game. But um, I, it was just like one of those games where it's like the team, what you expected the teams to do, they didn't do at all. Well, besides Kansas City, you know, Kansas City always putting points, points on the board. That's their thing. But, you know, I wasn't expecting the Eagles to be in a shootout because you're not going to beat Kansas City in a shootout. They're the best gunslinging team in the league. They put up, I think, the most points in the league on average every year. If they're not one or two, you know, the best, they're probably two. So um, that's not what you want to do against Mahomes is, like, try to go touchdown for touchdown. He's literally the best at that. But I will say, I'm going to declare this right here on the podcast, Today, Kansas City Chiefs are the best second-half team in NFL history. How many games have they been down significantly and come out in halftime and win? I mean, they've done some incredible things. Like, And it's not just in one season, bro. They've been doing this for like five years straight. I mean, I can think of like four or five different playoff games where they were down at halftime and they came back and won. I can think of a ton of regular season games. I don't know what it is about them in second half. They're like Golden State. Uh, like if you watch a lot of NBA basketball back in like the Golden State um, dynasty era, they were a second half team, specifically a third quarter team. It did not matter what type of lead you have over them in the third quarter. They would just explode on you. And that's like Kansas City, man. They would come out in the second half and they just explode on you. And they'll score – 21 straight points unanswered or they'll score 21 points you know straight and they did the same thing this halftime they scored 20 21 points or 30 something like that in the second half like they scored on every possession so i mean that's when you're when you're up against that it's hard to beat because you have to have the weapons and jalen hurts we already said this he's not a gunslinger you know he's more of a sound player makes good decisions good leadership he doesn't have an arm like that so that's why i was like i don't know why the eagles thought it was they were gonna win doing that now they did come close so i will say they did come close but um yeah you're just not gonna beat mahomes in that type of situation travis kelsey was incredible Uh, mahomes was incredible so you know shout out to the kansas city chiefs y'all got your what is the second super bowl and three tries so it's you're looking to peg a dynasty. It's looking pretty dynasty-ish. It's looking quite uh, 03, 07 Patriots with all the AFC Championship games, the Super Bowl appearances. So if they get if they get another one, man, they they definitely going into the consideration for probably like top ten teams of all time. Uh, what going- what about that holding call? I don't. Yeah. So a lot of people put emphasis on the holding call, and when the I don't I'm not a big fan of calls deciding games. I don't really like to put pressure on that. Um, so yes, it was holding. Should they have called that in that moment? Not really, but you know that doesn't necessarily mean that if they hadn't called it, Juju would have scored or whatever. Like you you can't or they would have won the game. You know people always want to do that. They always want to say, well this happened, they would have won. That's not necessarily true. The dominoes don't necessarily always lay out the way you think they are going to after a call. So, um, yes, it was a bad call to make at that time, but that doesn't necessarily mean the Eagles would have won. I think Kansas City also was playing very smart. We saw what they did at the end of the game, holding the ball. They could have scored a touchdown, what, twice? And they just decided to kick a field goal to give them no time. They gave them eight seconds, and all they could do was throw a Hail Mary. And Jalen Hurts, once again, they knew he didn't have an arm. To throw a hail mary to the end zone, he only he threw it like twenty yards short. So well, he slipped and fell on that last throw, the hail mary throw. But I don't, <clears throat> I don't even think he could have threw it that far, even if he didn't. Miss what are you talking about? He's, he was slinging it the whole game. He was slinging swat- it the whole game. Did you that see what been he like an eighty yard throw? Bro. I've did never you see seen what he did? Throw. That throw, the, some of the throws he threw to Jalen or AJ Brown, and then yeah, he had the I'm tight end. Watch. Like I'm, I'm not saying boy, he can't throw. I'm don't disrespect Jalen like that on, on the Super Bowl. I'm he was who, he was balling. 
I'm not saying he can't throw. I don't think he would have had the arm to make that throw. That was like they were starting at like the 20. They squib kicked it, so they started at like the 20 or 30 yard line. It was like at the 30, 35, 40. Okay, so what, that would have been like 70 something yards to to score. Still, Aaron Rodgers could do it. It's still possible. He's not Aaron. That's the whole point I'm making. He's not Aaron Rodgers. He doesn't. Jalen Hurts does not have a cannon. You got to in that situation, the situation they put the Eagles in at the end, they needed somebody with a cannon arm to throw it to the end zone, and then hey, something would have made that happen. That's just not Jalen Hurts' game. So they put him in an unwinnable situation. Not I won't say unwinnable, but they put them in a situation that was far from likely for them to win. So that's just smart on Kansas City's part. You know what I'm saying? Like that's. It's that's how the game rolls. So you know the Eagles fans. I know y'all hurt. Y'all thought y'all had one, but I think the Eagles are pretty good in the sense of like they'll be back. Maybe not next year, you know. But I think they'll they'll get in there another time or two. And and as long as they have Jalen Hurts and keep kind of keep that core that they got right now, I think the Eagles will go back. So uh, the NFC is pretty trash right now. There's not too many great teams. It's like pretty much between them and the 49ers. Pretty much to go to the Super Bowl every year. As of right now, I don't think the Cowboys. I guess the Cowboys would be three, and we already know what they do in the playoffs and stuff. So uh, they'll be back. That's what I'll say. But overall, I'd give the game itself. I'll give it an eight out of ten. It was very entertaining. Uh, very good game. Like I said, one of the best games I've seen since Tom Brady and the Falcons. And really, the only thing that makes that game better than this game is the uh, second half comeback. Tom Brady did. That's what made that game good. If Tom Brady just would have lost, that game was up. But he ended up coming back and winning. So, uh, good game, good game, and congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs. So, I'm a different approach. Uh, It was still a good game overall. Um, I'm with you with the 8 out of 10. Um, I was disappointed in the call. Um, I felt like that, that you just hand, the referees handed Kansas City to win on that one, in my personal opinion. Yes, was it a holding? It's debatable. I mean, Juju wasn't gonna catch that ball regardless. I, I'm I would put a, I'd put my whole salary. He wasn't gonna catch that ball. Um, it was way overthrown, and even with the slight as slight as hell, he was still like five five yards short from catching that ball. He wasn't gonna catch it. Um, calls like that. That's Damned if you do, damn if you don't. Um, I definitely think that that decided Super Bowl. Um, that's why a lot of people were so disappointed. You don't want ever to have a call like that dictate the game, especially at the rate that it was going, because it was a dog fight, so it was going back and forth. Um, and then, of course, Kansas City was I, – I felt like they played scared. <clears throat> they didn't play like, like they were capable of doing, because in my personal opinion, like if you – if Patrick Mahomes is that dude and you guys are that offense, you guys are this great team, then you would score. And then you would just like your defense was playing very well for majority of the game or decent the second half, like you were talking about. They were getting out. So I just felt like Kansas City played it safe and, and oh, we're just going to kill the clock and kick the field goal. Like, I don't know. I don't, I can't, I can't give them, I can't discredit them too much for it just for the simple fact that, you know, it's the strategy. It's it's, it's the Super Bowl. It's the, you know, mecca of all games. But at the same time, it's like, you know, that's a, to me, it's a bitch move. It's like getting into a fight and then like all of a sudden when the cops come, you want to play the victim like, Oh, Oh, he he hit me. You, you guys, you know? So I don't know. I was a little disappointed, but it is what it is. Um, Eagles played super well. The majority of the game, Jalen Hurts had a phenomenal game. I honestly, I mean, people can argue and say what they want, but he played better than um, Patrick Mahomes by far, from top to bottom. If it wasn't for that um, fumble, um, he did. They, I'm pretty sure they would have won that game. I, I mean, I, we could he sh- could have, should have, would have all day, um, but from top from bottom, he he played a phenomenal game. He's, <clears throat> I would say that that game. Was equivalent to like when LeBron went up against the 
um, Warriors back in what two thousand? What was the first year? Was it two thousand sixteen? The first year that they collided when yeah. Kyrie and Kevin Love went down, but LeBron played phenomenal. Um, I would say that to me, Jalen Hurts played equivalent to that. Like he did everything that, besides that one mistake. He did everything that he was supposed to do. He his throws were pretty accurate. They were on point. Um, some of the calls you could some many of these calls could go either way, um, but overall, Jalen Hurts did his thing. He proved my point. Like you know, in the big moments, he's going to show up. I, I don't. The field uh, for the Super Bowl was a real big issue for both teams. Um, I've never I've played football. Well, I mean, it's still playing football, but I've I've never seen so many players slip and slide and the field just like big chunks of like it was almost yeah, isn't like a, it a new material they were using like uh, so they were using like sod so it was like grass but it was like imported grass um so they they like i guess from what the news the reports were like they spent like the last two years and over eighty thousand dollars on this field and they need, right. fuck, they need their they need their money back <laughs> yeah. um of course they're trying to the people who who sold them the grass is trying to blame it on fucking Rihanna's halftime show, and I was like, bro, it's grass. Like, come on now, like you, uh, there's no. Excuse. They were slipping in the first half before the show too. So. Yeah, so it was it was trash all over. The field was horrendous. Um, but and I think they were saying, I remember them saying during the telecast that the Cardinals themselves were complaining about the field throughout the season. Um, that it was too slippery. I don't know if the uh, so I don't think that's the same field that um. The Cardinals played on. I think it's um, yeah, because the um the so them. I remember them saying that though, like it was somebody else had been complaining because I don't think that was the first time they used that stadium and that field, that grass. Like that wasn't the first time they've played football on it before. So Cardinals have grass. They have that. This they have grass in their field. I don't know if it's the same type, but they do have the um they have the ability to like take it out um give it some sun and then bring it back in they have that access like they did in the super bowl but i think that was imported um so i could be wrong i mean yeah you would think also like in arizona where it's ultraly hot and they get a lot of sun kind of like here in florida you know you your grass gets eaten up right grass burns up you would think they would prefer turf easier to take care of yeah so yeah I don't know why you'd spend eighty thousand dollars on grass that doesn't work. So. <clears throat> but um, kudos to Kansas City; they won the game. I can't knock them. Um, I'm just a little disappointed. I, I get tired of teams always sitting here bragging, talking about, "Yeah, we're the greatest team" or "We're this best team." And then you, the way sometimes the way that you play, it's just like mm, I don't know. But um, the only thing I can't really stand right now is everyone wants to crown Patrick Mahomes as the MJ of the NFL. And it's like, stop. I get tired of hearing this shit. Um, is he great? Yes. Is he an all-time Hall of Famer? As of right now, I'm saying no. You guys got to, like, in my personal opinion, you got to see what he can do without Andy Reid. Um, Eric Behenemy, the offensive coordinator, went to the Washington Commanders, so he's not going to have that factor. Let's see what he can do without Andy Reid because the same reason why people are trying to take away a lot of Tom Brady haters was trying to say, oh, it's all Belichick, it's all Belichick. You really have to say that these Super Bowls is really Andy Reid because without these play calls and and everything like that, I don't think if Patrick Mahomes was on the motherfucking Chicago Bears, I don't think he would have the same success that he has. He would show greatness. He would show like, ooh, you see that throw? He He would be a Lamar Jackson where it's like, ooh, like, yo, if he just had these pieces, this piece, and maybe a good offensive coordinator, he would be Yo, he would be there, but I'm tired of people automatically just like, oh, he's a Super Bowl. he's a he's a Hall of Famer. He's a Hall of Famer. He's Michael Jordan. You can't give him the Michael Jordan thing if you're not gonna give LeBron his his roses because Patrick Mahomes got obliterated in the Super Bowl against the Bucks. Like my man got raped, like destroyed. And so you can't sit here and say, Oh, well, we're gonna not give LeBron his kudos because he lost in the finals. He's not undefeated and then try to use that same argument for Patrick Mahomes. So um, other than that, um, kudos to them. Uh, is it a dynasty? We'll see. 
Uh, we'll see what happens next year and the year after that. Um, it's hard to it's hard in any league to repeat. So I'm definitely not saying that Kansas City is going to repeat by any means. There's too many good teams in the AFC, um, especially with um, some of the moves in the off season. And then we have um, 49ers and the Eagles are going to both be there. Some people are trying to throw um, the Cowboys as a third tier, um, third option in the NFC. And then you still have this whole offseason to see what moves are going to be made. So um, are they a great team? Absolutely. But um, all-time Super Bowl, it's top five. It's not second best one I've ever seen, but it's up there. Um, quarterbacks played phenomenal. Um, but I just feel like they kind of just gave um, – Patrick Mahomes to Super Bowl MVP just because he's Patrick Mahomes. Like, oh, it's quarterback. Let's give it to him. Where the running back, uh, Pacheco, was for him. That boy was hitting. That boy was hitting them holes. He was anytime they needed some yards, he was giving it to him. Um, but it's a quarterback league, so you know they're always going to give it to the quarterback every chance they get. Um, so overall, can't complain too much. But it's it's not the way that I I thought it was gonna go out like you know i thought it was going to be like one of them old like heavyweight fights like one of them rocky fights where it's like it's just blow for blow blow for blow and it's just like who who lands the the hit at the end just at right before the bell rings and see who knocks down but it was more of a kind of like a mayweather fight where it's just like yeah you're gonna get some hits in but then i'm just gonna play it safe toward the back end to where it goes to the cards and i end up winning Yes, very good Super Bowl. Um, I like I said, I, I thought it was a good game. Um, I, I feel like Patrick Mahomes is definitely in the top ten now for quarterbacks of all time. Just with just with this short little reign, um, he's only been in the league. What this is his sixth or seventh year, something like that. Six year, yeah. six year, three Super Bowls, five AFC Championship games. I mean, there are quarterbacks we just watched. We have two, let's see, three of some of the best quarterbacks of all time have just retired probably in the last 10 years. We got Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, and Drew Brees. I mean, Drew Brees only one ever went to one Super Bowl. Peyton went to, what, two? Three. Uh, three. So, I mean, Mahomes is already better than Drew Brees in the sense that he's gone to more championship games. Um Though he's a and I think Mahomes got much better competition than Breeze did at that uh, at that point. You know the NFC was okay, but you know he's been going up against some quarterbacks that we're saying are going to be on Tom Brady and Peyton Manning's level, and he's beating them. Uh, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow. So I don't know. I I feel like definitely the coaching is part of it. I'm not going to say that the coaching is not part. Of it. Coaching is always part of it. Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, they just meshed. They worked together, and it was a harmonious situation, and that brought championships. Mahomes, Andy Reid, they meshed. They worked together. Now, if Andy Reid decides to call it quits, they get a new quarterback, a new coach, and Mahomes wins, then you it's basically going to be the Tom Brady situation. Tom leaves or Mahomes leaves. People are going to say, oh, it was Andy Reid, blah, blah, blah. So if Mahomes can do something without him. But even when um, Tom Brady left, he still had a really good coach in Tampa Bay. Um, I think. Uh, Debatable. What is his name? Why, why can't I remember? Can't think of his name. Who was the coach before, uh, they, had, before they had right now? The guy that was up in the front office. Um I can't think of his name right now at the top of my head either, but I know who you're talking about. Um, yeah, I, I think he's a good coach. You know, he used to be with the Steelers, and he, he's done um, he's done a lot. So he wasn't a bad coach. He's not a bad coach at all. Um, but we'll see. Like I said, I, I'm not going to dub him the greatest of all time or whatever. I mean, he is clearly the best quarterback currently. That, yeah. that's, no, that's no question. I'll give him that. But I'm not going to give him the greatest of all time or anything like that. Or, you know, he is proving to be a quarterback that can be potentially a GOAT. That's what he's proven to me right now. So I would um, say he's he's top three. 
I'm just. I wouldn't this, put him in the three yet. I put you would have to. End. Well, I would say he has a strong argument to be top three just because for the simple fact that um, he's been to five AFC championships. He's went to three Super Bowls. He's right. The, he's equivalent to Peyton Manning. The only issue that <clears throat> you would have to have is that um, you can't put him over Joe Montana. You're definitely not putting him over Tom Brady. Like even if he won two more Super Bowls, he like no like to me, it's gonna be very hard be to surpass five, four or five short. Yeah, you would. It'd be very hard to surpass uh, Tom Brady at this point, and that's anyone in any any career, unless the it basically becomes flag football, and you find a quarterback that can take you to like twelve flag football Super Bowls in like twelve straight years. But other than that, the the, the accomplishments that Tom Brady has. In three decades, in what are they were like in twenty-one years? If you take even if you take, if you divide each seven years, he would still be a Hall of Fame quarterback. I don't think Patrick Mahomes will have that same stint. In my, I think the the thing to pass Tom Brady, and this will be the hardest thing. It's kind of like LeBron too, um, where we saw two gener uh two different sports, the current goats of two different sports play a very, very, very long time compared to most players. The previous GOATs of NFL, like who who would we say the previous GOAT of quarterback was before Tom Brady? It would have to be Joe Montana. Joe Montana. Did he play even close to 20 years? Probably I think he not. played like 15. 15. So he was like six years shorter than Tom Brady. And same thing with LeBron. LeBron's in year 20, and he passed Kareem, and he's probably still going to play another three or four years. So you're talking 24 years, 21 years, and they're surpassing all these records and stuff um, because they're still playing at a high level, but also because they're playing for so long. So what's going to be, and that's just the product of, you know, the advanced science and advanced nutrition and taking care of your body. So what we're going to have to get is basically someone who comes in, like for the NBA, the only way someone's probably going to surpass LeBron is you come in the league, at 18, they'd have to pretty much go back to bringing it to the point where you can join at 18 because that's when LeBron played. And they have to play from 18 to 40-something years old, and they'd probably surpass LeBron. And it's going to be about the same thing for the NFL. You know, they're going to have to come in. I think the earliest you can probably play in the NFL is, what, 22, depending on, you know, whatever. 21 because you need three years, three years of college. Three years of college. If you go to college at 17, 21. Um, you know, that's if you're really good and you get out of the draft as fast as possible, get in the draft as fast as possible. But then you still have to play 20 plus seasons because Tom Brady played till 45. So you're talking about someone playing to like, you know, 47, 48 years old, which I don't think is going to be crazy. It's the way technology's kind of going and the way we are keeping up with our bodies, at least athletes. Um, I don't think that'd be crazy. So it, it will be interesting to see. I don't think it will be Mahomes, but I think it will be interesting to see who can get close. But it, I think it's going to be a very long time before we see anyone even get close to touching Tom Brady's records. Um, it's going to be a very long time before we see anyone getting close to touching LeBron's records. There's, It's just these guys have been playing since early 2000s, and it's almost 2000. You know, 20 is 2023, so... I think it's possible for NFL um, and maybe basketball, um, just for a simple fin- simple fact that the game is changing. Um, it's more scoring, so and um, more people are hitting more threes than ever. Um, so it's it's plausible if you do if you find someone that can play close to twenty years. NFL is a little different, just for the simple fact that, um, especially for a quarterback. <clears throat> they're protecting the quarterback more, of course, nowadays. Yeah. So it's more plausible in that sense because they're getting hit less. And then, the, like, Three, you know, three. so they're not taking as much damage as Tom Brady did in his early careers. Or you like, you know, Dan Marino, Terry Bradshaw, Joe Montana, Steve Young, Troy Aikman, where they were just getting obliterated left and right. Um, I, I would, I was going to say, sorry to cut you off, but. It's probably going to be a controversial thing to say, but I I think Tom Brady literally is the GOAT because of the time frame he played. Yeah, yeah. and I would say that same thing about that with Michael Jordan and LeBron James. I just feel like towards the back end, 
like <clears throat> in the earlier of his careers, he was taking Michael Jordan was, you know, getting bullied by the the Celtics and he was getting bullied by the, the Detroit Pistons. And then towards the end, they were like, oh, no, we got to save our superstars. So they they molded they molded um, the rules to suit some of the some of their superstars. So, it, I mean, yes, you can you can easily say that. Um, but I feel like for Patrick Mahomes, it's going to kind of be difficult because of his style of play. Like he's not going to be at at 37 years old. He's not going to be able to scramble like he does now so that you're going to have to elevate your game to being more of a pocket passer. Um, and then what happens when you get older and that zip on that arm is not what you used to have, you know? So that's the difficulties of surpassing uh, Tom Brady in that sense, just for the simple fact that, you know, he wasn't the, he didn't have the strongest arm. He didn't, he was <clears throat> mobile was like an understatement. Like he was not mobile at all. Like if he had to, he, you know, he would do a, a Baywatch clip for you just to, you know, gain a couple of yards or so. Um, but that wasn't his MO. His MO was being accurate and getting the ball out as soon as possible, avoiding hits. That was Tom Brady. So, um, it's going to be very hard in my personal opinion. Like even if you have a dynasty with Kansas city where they go, they can go to the next three or four super bowls. And I still don't want to think that Patrick Mahomes is still going to be equivalent to it. Now, can you, he's, he's basically playing for second place in my personal opinion. Like, and I, I'm a, you could say I'm a little biased just because I am a Tom Brady fan, but at the same time, it's just like your, your level, your game style isn't what's going to get it done. And most of these quarterbacks are leaning towards that game style. You'll have your um, Josh Allen's, you have your Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson's, Jalen Hurts. You have your um, Justin Fields. You have your uh, Justin Herberts. Um, even J I see Joe Burrow. He's he's more mobile and he he'll run out of the pocket now to where it's not that sit there, sit there in the pocket wait for the ball and then make a play, take a hit. If you have to type quarterbacks are, are kind of dying down. So um, it's, it's more of a mobile. And once your legs, once your speed and legs is gone, I mean, then you're going to be one dimensional. We're going to see how great you truly are. So, but yes, it's definitely a changing game, but it was a good Super Bowl. So we're going to move on from the game and actually talk about the halftime show and some of the commercials. So we had uh, Rihanna performing this year at the Super Bowl halftime show, a very prominent R&B singer for the black community, you know, even though she's from the islands. But, you know, we still we still love her like she she's one of us. So um, <laughs> I would say this year's Super Bowl halftime show was 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 good. Um, I thought last year's was good, too. I know we had a lot of washed up. Uh, like mid two thousand artists uh, performing last year, besides Kendrick, but um, it was a big California themed because it was in California. Then the Rams went to the Super Bowl, so it was a big California thing last year. But I, I put, I saw a lot of people say that her performance was the greatest of all time. I've no. seen that a couple times. No, it's not even close. Uh, Beyonce's was better. Their first time Beyonce did it was better. Obviously, the greatest, to me, the greatest Super Bowl halftime show is Michael Jackson's. Um, I, I don't think anyone can top that. Uh, the man literally had the whole crowd holding up signs saying, we are the world, and literally everybody was singing. It didn't matter who you were. Um, it's just not, <laughs> it just isn't gonna, like, you can't beat that. I, I don't see anyone ever beating that. And if you're too young to have seen that, you can go on YouTube and find it. It literally is the greatest halftime show, I think, of all time. But that being said, I feel like Rihanna did a great job. The only thing was, to me, and maybe I would just went way over my head, I didn't know she was trying to say she was pregnant. I just thought she was still had a little bit of the baby weight on. you know. Because me and my girl were sitting there, and I was like, damn, Rihanna kind of chunky now. I was like, yeah. And then she was like, yeah, maybe she just didn't lose you know, some of that baby weight yet. And I was like, and I said to myself, I was like, yeah, that... You would think that, but I was like, I don't know, not Rihanna, because she's one of the things about her her career is her image. You know, that's the biggest thing she pulls off of. You know, the makeup. You know, the Fenty Savage is got lingerie and all this stuff. So, her biggest thing is staying in shape. You know, keeping her face looking 
good so people want to buy her products right so i was like i don't know i was like it, it kind of looks like she might be pregnant again and i was like nah, 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 nah whatever so then like after the show was over and i was scrolling through ig i was like okay okay seeing what people were saying about it and then like i see a world star hip-hop report it was like confirm rihanna pregnant again expecting her second child from people and i was like should she confirm it or is or are they just saying she's pregnant so like i started seeing it a lot of times and then like the next day they confirmed it for real like she even said yes i'm pregnant so i was like wow that's crazy so i know there was a lot of people hurt you know about that you yeah. know second kid asap rocky out here you know hurting Fuck a lot that of nigga. people's feelings, <laughs> that lot of people's feelings. don't come to h town asap don't come to h town <laughs> But other than that, I thought it was a good show. It was kind of cool to flashback. It's kind of crazy to think Rihanna's been pretty much prominent since I was in high school, you know, starting with Umbrella and, you know, kind of working our way through. And But, you know, Rihanna's, Rihanna had a good run. You know, she really did. Her 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 music career, even though I'm not saying it's over, I don't know. Um, it was a good It was a good career. You know, she had a lot of hits. She had a lot of quality music. And, you know, I, I think Rihanna, you know, did herself justice up there, especially being pregnant. That's very impressive. You know, she was up there pretty high up in the air and, you know, she was moving pretty well and in her little outfits. So I, I definitely say, you know, she did a good job. And she is it a top five performance of all time. Mm, I'd have to go back and look. There's been so many now. But and then, you know, the Super Bowl halftime show, this will be my last point, just isn't the same as what it used to be. I think a lot of times now they get like a lot of like artists who they're like begging people to want to do it. You know, it's like anyone want to do the Super Bowl halftime show? You know, it's like a room full of celebrities and, you know, they, they walk in, the NFL walks in like, all right, we need someone to do the Super Bowl halftime show. Everybody puts their head down like, don't look at me. You know, I don't want to do that shit. <laughs> and, and then it's like, they're like, the NFL's like the, like, you know, in BMT, like when you first get there. And they're picking out jobs, and they're like, "Oh, I, I, we need a chow runner." And everybody, is like, looks down at the ground and they're like looking, at him, and then he's like, he points like, "You, you right there in the blue shirt, get up, get up." You know, that's that's the Super Bowl halftime show now to me. Like they just kind of like make eye contact with us artists, and then they'd be like, "Oh, okay, I'll do it." You know, I don't really want to, and then they get up there and they kind of do a half-ass show. So, but, other, uh, but I, I think Rihanna took it seriously, so she did a good job though. Your boy Jay Z's the one that's picking the halftime shows. It's Rock Nation. Is it? Yeah, he's in charge of picking the halftime show. Now the debate for next year is do they go white, do they go Hispanic, or do they go um black to being black artists um for next year's <clears throat> they're probably gonna try to do either they are smart, they try to do like Bad Bunny or someone like really or Drake yeah, or did. someone someone yeah, that got hyped. Yeah, uh, so I think Drake that wouldn't be too bad. He actually, I've never been to a great concert, but uh, for what I hear, he puts on a really good show. So yeah. I don't think Drake. Would you know, be they're bad. not gonna put up no J Cole just for some fact. You know, he gonna be like Black Lives Matter and this, this, and that. And, you know, so yeah, you know, know they they're I, not. I gonna... think J Cole was when he did it in the NBA. I think that was the perfect fit for him. Like that type of performance, that type of atmosphere. He doesn't fit the. Super Bowl, like you need somebody who's like, and that's no offense. I I love J Cole, but J Cole is not like up here, up here. Like he's like goat mid tier, yeah, mid tier goat. Like you need someone who's very popular amongst both black folks, white folks. That's what they need. So like, if you were gonna do a, another rapper again, it's probably be like, and this is why you notice that these Super Bowl halftime shows, when it's rappers, it's never just them. It's always like them plus somebody else or a whole bunch of different people. So like there only there's only one rapper to me that is big enough to do the Super Bowl halftime show by himself. That's Kanye. Uh, maybe you don't Drake could do it. I, I think uh, yes and no. I think it depends on what. What about future? Ver- no future. No white folks ain't <laughs> i mean they like i'm not saying that there are any that aren't gonna but that's not no you're like, like i'm telling you to put out a little boosie or gucci mane out there Dude, like sure, his music yes he's got hits but it's like club bangers and hood stuff like yes he he his music is widespread but you'd need somebody else with future like drake and future together 
that'd be a decent show. They got a lot of music together they could do. But you're first saying we're talking like one person getting up there by themselves, nobody else. I think the only person who got the catalog to do that is Kanye. I mean, Jay, but Jay could do it, but he's probably not going to. You know, so those are the only two rappers I think are big enough at this point. You know, Kendrick, even Kendrick, I don't think Kendrick could do it by himself. Like, if you were going to do rappers, you could do Kendrick Cole. You know, maybe you could do like a thing where you got, you know, today's greats all doing a whole bunch of, you know, different halftime shows and stuff. And like, but I don't know. Maybe, you know what? I take that back. Maybe Lil Wayne could get up there and do one by himself. I, I feel like, because I feel like Lil Wayne's towards the end of his career, like not the end, but the end of his peak, he was venturing out into other genres. Like he was rapping on like rock songs and country songs and stuff. So he's kind of touched all the genres to where like I feel like he could do it. But if, if it's not those one of those three, Kanye, Jay-Z, or Kanye West, I think it's always going to be a big group of rappers together, like Kendrick Cole and Drake, Future, you know, and all performing at once. But can't argue with you on that one. Um, but you know, it's just sad to see another football season down. You know, yes. You know, I mean, they got the X. Went. Uh, they got the XFL and the USFL, but it's just it's another. It's, it's not they're, the NFL, so they're not as good. Nowhere near. It's uh, it's sad to see another season come to an end. But um, uh, you know, you know, in six months or so, you know, we'll have another we'll back. Yeah. another topic on who's going to win it this year, how crazy the moves are, and so forth, and so forth. Um, but uh, for me, it was okay. Um, it wasn't as good as I thought it was going to be. Um, I would say that the pregnancy probably had a lot to do with it. I've been to a Rihanna concert. Matter of fact, one of the first concerts I went to was a Rihanna concert, and that was that that was what made me fall in love with Rihanna. Um, some of the shit she was doing, I was like, oh. <laughs> um, so I was a little disappointed in some of, but I understand she was pregnant. You know, baby comes first, but um, yeah, everyone. I think that was everyone's um, take on it. I was like, yo, is Rihanna fat or is that a baby? And I'm like, nah, that bit, that belly poking just a little too perfect symmetrical for it to just be fat. Like, you know, if fat, you have like a roll or two or so, you know, some shit like that. So I, I, I think that was one of the biggest talks on the whole halftime show. Um, commercials were trash, in my personal opinion. The only one that got like the only fire one that there was was the Tubi commercial where you actually thought uh, it was. It was it returned back to the game, and then like someone fucked up with the remote and turned it to some some uh some movie or something. Because I ain't gonna lie, up in the house, everybody was mad. Who the fuck got the remote? And then it was like, oh no no no, it's a commercial. Everybody was like, whoo, and went from like a ten to a, a four real quick afterwards. But not that I think to me that was the greatest uh commercial. I mean the movies. I, I mean, the movies is just the movies. I'm tired of seeing Fast and the Furious movies. Yeah, this one, gracious. like, I, I well, that was like the you know what you just reminded me because when I saw the commercial, I looked at my girl. I was like, how the fuck are they still making these? <laughs> exactly, <laughs> like this shit not even about cars no more. Like you can't even <laughs> say Fast and the Furious no more. It's just like Toretto, Toretto, Toretto. Um, Family, but, John Cena, and then like they add the most random people to the movie, and it's like. Bro, they're like in space flying cars now. Like this is ridiculous. Like just, just stop. Just stop. Yeah. Whoever um, is in charge of the Fast and Furious franchise, listen to me right now. If you're in charge of the Fast and Furious, franchise, stop. You know, there's gonna be 11, 12, 13, 14. <laughs> but yeah, I know. Uh, that's the worst part about it. It's it, it's horrible. And then it's like you got what the Flash movie coming out. That one looks horrible. It yeah, looks uh, so quick together and it's like they implemented dark knight with um justice league with the old retro batman now from um what movie did he play it wasn't the one with freeze it was the one with um clooney yeah they're his no yeah those are the ones you're talking about batman forever batman and robin yeah so it's just the george clooney batmans yeah they're doing too dc's doing too much um 
Ant-Man looks like it's going to be a good one. Um, what the other reviews movies? aren't good, though. They came out this Friday, and the reviews aren't too great about it. But My boy said, uh, what's his name? Uh, played very well in it, though. Jonathan uh, Majors? Yeah. He is very slept on. I, I've uh, never said this before, but yeah, he's very slept on. He's got a lot of good movies. The new Creed movie looked really good, yeah, though, Creed's and uh, he's in that. Um, and I, I, you know what? I was second that. I think Majors, like no one, like everyone sees his movies and, and shows, and then they're just like, uh, he's good, but not like if I was looking back, you don't get no Denzel praise. Yeah. And I was looking at some of the movies that he did in the sh- in the shows that he was that he does, like uh, Love and Country. Love and Country is fire, bro. That's top ten. That's a top ten show. Like that's up there. And then he has that one with uh, Idris Elba, that Western on Netflix. He has the other one with um, I always fuck up his name, the Black Panther character um, with the like the Vietnam one. He's in that one. He's in a lot of good fucking movies. Like he PTSD movie where he's like uh, he's got PTSD and he's the VA veteran, the the veteran VA. That's a good one. Um, yeah, he does. He does have a lot of good movies, you know. He's Kang also in freaking the MCU. So yeah, he, his yeah. career is definitely on the up. Yeah, so he's he's phenomenal. But yeah, other than that, commercials were just like, yeah, they okay, were- you guys, they like they can, they're trying so hard to bring in the older generation, like, and so they're trying to bring like retro shit and bring it to the, to today's type things, and it's like so they're having that that clash with like nostalgia and like new future and trying to put it together and it's just like bro this not like stop i did the only one that i thought was kind of was pretty decent was i i did like the breaking bad one the doritos yeah with the doritos i thought that one was kind of cool but that's just because i love breaking bad and i love better call so i don't it's it's the it's not doritos it's the corn pops or whatever like the it was some chips i can't popcorn chip yeah I couldn't remember oh. the chips, but I did like that commercial because I like Breaking Bad. So I was like, "Oh man, it's it's, it's the Jesse." You know? But uh, overall, uh, yeah, trash. I, I mean, yeah, the com- like I said, I think I said this last year and the year before. I the commercials kind of yeah gone down. They don't even try anymore. You know, like even though you, you get the most exposure ever during doing these commercials and whatever, it's just kind of like. They're like, we would just, like, now it's kind of like one of those things where, like, the importance of the Super Bowl time slot is not as important as it used to be. You're living in a social media age where you can get advertisement on a, you know, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. You can get, you're reaching people 24-7, 365. There's no need to get, you know, to pay $10 million for a commercial for 30-second time slot at the Super Bowl anymore. So, nah, I feel like it. It like it's still it's one of the biggest stages in the world. So of course your that time slot's still powerful, it's, it's but at powerful, the same time, I just feel like I just feel like so many companies are just trying to throw so much at you because they only have a small period. They only have a short period of time that they're just just throwing shit together just to try to grasp your attention to be like ooh ah or oh that was cool or and shit like that. Um, but other than that, yeah, I just think it's powerful. It can be powerful for like, especially for a company like that's fresh, you know, just trying to get out there or whatever. But like a tycoon, like you know, Doritos or Mountain Dew or Bud Light, you know what I'm saying? Like they, they're gonna get to the point, and it's kind of like I don't know how much you look at E3, which is the Electronic Games. Mm-hmm. That's like their Super Bowl, right? And they charge hundred thousand dollars to have like a slot you know, show your game off, right? And kind of now everyone has been like, fuck that. I'm not paying that. You know, I can get priced through YouTube. I can get priced through Instagram and all this other stuff. So I think that's kind of the era we're kind of getting into where it's like big companies, yeah, who got the money. Yeah, they're going to they're gonna be like, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, let's get a Super Bowl commercial. It's only 10 million. But, you know, like these, the creative small companies are not going to, they're not going to rock with that price. It's not. You know, this guy is probably getting too expensive. You know, the, the price is going up. People are like, oh, the viewership of the Super Bowl is up. You know, so I think in that, that's hurting the creativity because now it's not a competition for the best commercial anymore. It's just whoever can afford to get a commercial at 
in that window is going to get one, and you, know, you already will you will. Don't worry, fans. When we make it to a Super Bowl commercial, our shit's going to be a one as always. But yeah, absolutely. it was, yeah. it was. And like I said, everything else was mediocre besides the game. Um, mm. That one, like I said, the two commercial was by far the the best one. They they took it, um, but. Yeah, not not too many impressive commercials. Movies were just like, oh, okay, all right, cool. Like we kind of, and the thing about it is, they be trying to. It's not a secret anymore nowadays, just because it's like you got motherfucking YouTube channels and shit that are. That's their whole premise is just to tell you when these like timelines and when movies coming out. So all your DC movies, it's like, yeah, we kind of know that this is gonna be out. It's just yeah. like what what's good about it, and especially for DC. All their good highlights or whatever is in the commercial. Other than that, the movie's usually trash. Um, and then DC or Marvel is just like, okay, they we know what the movie is. So let's see uh, who's in they it. They set or... their timeline out. Um, so, I mean, so it you is already what it know, is. Like, hey, this is coming out. That's coming out. Yeah, no. I agree. Um, overall, decent Super Bowl, you know, and I, I enjoyed it. So. How are you guys feeling about the Super Bowl? Please let us know. Um, tell us uh, what was your favorite commercial? What was your favorite part of the game? Um, what? Are, how are you feeling? Is Mahomes a goat to you now? Is he not? How are you feeling about the Eagles? Let us know. We like to hear from you guys very much. But uh, I think for the most part, that's going to wrap this one up. The only other thing I want to throw in there is it's NBA All-Star Weekend. Um, Trash. <laughs> are you going to watch the game? The dunk I'm contest, uh, trash. Yeah, they don't have trash. Many, they don't have many people, but the three point contest, which is now the new dunk contest, has a pretty decent lineup. But are you gonna watch any of the All Star Game weekend? I didn't watch the Celebrity Game. I didn't watch the Rising Stars, even though my boy um, on the Kings played in the Rising Star one. I might watch the three point shooting contest, um, but I'm not gonna watch the. I, NBA All-Star game is like NHL All-Star game. Like, I'm not watching it. Like, it's just like, that doesn't suit me. Like, it's not like, they not they don't play no defense. It's like a Pro Bowl. Like, all to me, all these All-Star games, Pro Bowl, um, MLB All-Star, uh, NBA All-Star, NHL, like, they are just like, a ce- it's a celebration week, I guess you could put it that way, but the games are always trash. Um, and there's no competition. It's just like, let's see who can hit the most threes. Let's see who can do all these crazy dunks in game. And it's like, it, it, it's not like how back in the day, like back in the day, East versus West, like they was like trying to see who wins the game, like who was going to win the game. Um, there's like nothing to win it for. There's nothing, no purpose to win it. Um, now they did it like how the um, I think the NFL did this a couple of years ago. It might have been a long time ago, but like whoever won the uh, the All Star game dictated who hosted Super Bowl. So like if it was if the AFC won, then the AFC team would be the home team, and then the NFC would be the away team. Um, but other than that, like the yeah, All Star voting. The all-star voting was not that great. I mean, it's just based on longevity um, and the names. Um, some of the players that are on the all-star teams don't, in my opinion, don't deserve to be on the all-star team. They're just there just because of the name. Um, so I'm not I'm not a big fan of uh, in any all-star game, period. Yeah, if they would have put a little more stakes in it, maybe it'd be better, but it has become washed, and I think the dunk contest has kind of fallen off, and they should probably just replace it with something else. Most of the big stars don't want to do it, so they just want to shoot threes now, so that's kind of the new thing. Or put something that makes it worth the player's time, like, oh, like, find someone, or NBA can do this. Make it, like, promo it to, like, winner of the dunk contest gets 25 grand. or to 25 mil or this, this, and that to where, you know, it's something that they like worth their time. Like NBA players are going to be like, all right, let's do it. But they do get money, but it's just, it's consequential. It's like inconsequential. It's like, I think the dunk contest winner gets like a 50,000. Yeah. Budget. See, that's what I'm saying. Up the price and then have it to Shannon Sharp said it the best. Like, it's like 
when you got some of these dunkers like missing like seven dunks and shit, but and then they make one dunk after twelve attempts, and then you give them a forty-five. It's like no, I would say you could even give like eight dunkers. Yeah, like try to get eight dunkers. If you miss dunk, you disqualified. Get the fuck away. You're disqualified. All right, thanks for coming. No thanks. Now put some put like actually put some damn rules to it and try to get like pay try to promote the, like try to get the best dunkers or even the big names players to try to do it. Like that's what that's why it's dying. It's because you don't have your Dominique Wilkins, you don't have your uh spud webs you don't have your michael jordans you don't have your um dwight howards you don't have like the date robinsons like these like these iconic dunkers you don't have them no more you just have like motherfuckers no namers that you're just trying to like oh maybe this will give me some good exposure yeah i mean it, it's not your greatest stars and that's gonna hurt it because you're literally calling it all-star weekend so um, I probably watch, I might peek in here and there, but overall I won't be paying too much attention. Um, How do you feel about some of these NBA trade moves though? You got KD in Phoenix. You yeah, got... it's, it's been very interesting. I'll say I, I've really surprised Brooklyn went and said, fuck it. And said, just full rebuild, full send. We don't care. We'll get rid of everybody. We'll try again. But in the Brooklyn's, um, what they're receiving from getting rid of KD and Kyrie, they're getting a lot of decent player, young players back. You know, no one near, obviously, it's impossible to replace Kyrie and KD, but they won't be terrible. Um, Lakers did good job finally getting off of Russ, even though Russ was playing all right off the bench. Um, we'll see how the new look Lakers. I, I have, I have a good feeling. I, I feel like. Uh, the players they got, you know, and LeBron and AD finally kind of mesh back together. They'll do, they'll be decent. I don't know if they'll win a championship, but they'll be pretty decent. Um, but I think still the teams to beat, you know, are still uh, in the East. It's Milwaukee or the Celtics. And then in the West, it's. Yeah, you're going to take a long pause on that one because there's not, like, no definitive team. It's, yeah, the West is weird. You got to kind of – I guess the Suns is probably the team to beat just because they got the best roster. But um, I'd probably say the most playing the best is probably either Denver or – Yeah. Yeah, I'd probably say Denver right now. Um, and you know, right? Unless injuries happen, you know that that team's a little iffy. Like one minute they're playing, they're like they're having an M- Jokic is having an MVP season, and then they get to the they get to the playoffs, and then they just fucking shit the bed, like yeah, full blown diarrhea, always, shit the bed. They always have injuries too in the playoffs. Like that's what one I said. Of their it, key players is always hurt, and I think. But speaking of Jokic, I think uh, he's gonna be the first triple. MVP since Larry Bird uh, did it in like the 80s. So I, th- I think Jokic actually is going to win MVP again. So Yeah, but he needs to get a title. I'm tired of like everyone wants to speak on these greatness. Like, oh, he's doing this, he's doing that. It's like, you got no ring. Like stop holding LeBron James like fucking skyrocket high. And then you just, everybody else is just like, oh, he's good. He's a three-time MVP. It's, he's this. Oh, he's the next this. He's the next this. He's the next that. And it's like. You guys don't I be mean, holding Yoke these motherfuckers is, accountable. Like Luca. I don't nobody be holding Luca accountable for nothing. Like that that last game with him with them missing the shot or them like passing the ball back and forth and not taking the shot. Y'all need to be ripping on their motherfucking asses. Like, yo, LeBron better take that shot. And then it's like, oh well, you know, he kinda he didn't have a shot and then he kinda did. It was like, nah, hold his ass to the flame like everybody else. Stop trying to stop trying to keep roasting LeBron James on on minor things that he does and then everybody else just begin pass and pass and pass. I mean, I agree. I I don't think people hold LeBron and some of these superstars to the same uh level, but I will say that some of our best players besides like Giannis don't really have like great teams. You know, there's a weird era where we're like playing and we're like the really good players are on like mid-tier teams. So, I mean, we've kind of also Ooh. been 
I mean, the Denver Nuggets, the, their roster is good, but they're not that great. They've been you know? they've been the top two seeds like in the last right, like last three years. We we can go back. The NBA is one of those uh, associations where like the regular season, you could pull really good regular season teams, but they play awful in the playoffs. For instance, uh, where if you go back to like the two thousand was that sixteen Atlanta Hawks, one of the best regular season teams of all time. Got in the playoffs, got swept first round. You know, like I think they were the best squad. They had like they sixty. They won like sixty something games that year. You know what I'm saying? Like, but but that's just how the NBA is. Like, you'll have teams, and that's why I don't. That's why a lot of people don't pay attention during the regular season, and that's why I don't take a lot of the regular season into consideration. And that's why I'm like, I don't know about the Lakers yet because playoffs and regular season just aren't the same. The intensity level goes up. The the players play harder, they play more defense, and the teams like get gradually get better, and you really start seeing who has a good team and who doesn't. Yeah, but that's every you act like that's just the NBA's motto. That's every fucking league, every league. The no, NFL is just the NFL, same way. It's NFL, like it's a marathon. It's it's not a motherfucking sprint. So you have to right, you still have only, to play these games to get you prepared to play those games. Like but I understand that, but when you're when you have the NFL, the NFL definitely prioritizes, not prioritizes, but gives benefits to the regular season. Winning winning games. You the playoffs are very it's very hard to make the playoffs, right? They're just not that they did add some wild card slots. You get something from winning your division. You get a playoff seed. In the NBA, you could be the best team in your division and still not make the playoffs. And now, even more so, they got the play in. So you can literally be top 10 in your in your association in your side your east or west you only have to get in the top 10 yeah but that doesn't benefit you to play in the play-in because that's more games that you have to play more wear and but tear you're still your gonna play and that's the whole point is you're still gonna play so that's what i'm saying you're not you're you're not giving the good teams aren't gonna start trying really hard until it gets closer to the playoffs and that's why i'm like these guys kind of have mid teams because they're they're not building these teams like they used to they don't care. These guys don't care. You know, they don't want to pay. That's one thing because the superstars are commanding more money, right? You're paying one guy two, three hundred million now, you know, and that's eating up. These teams don't really be great. They don't be really good because they can't get that really great of other players. So it's kind of like a weird era we're playing in where like guys just have one, you know, really good player unless, you know, they're taking team friendly deals and some do, some don't. So. And I don't want to go into a soapbox. I, like I said, the trades have been interesting. And we'll see what happens after the All-Star break. We'll see who is. We'll give it about 20 games. There's probably about all that's left. So uh, we'll give it about 20 Yeah, Mr. Oh, there's 41 games after the All-Star week. Yeah, well, whatever. Anyways, yeah. we'll give it yeah. about 20 games. See what things are looking at. But right now, I'll, I'll still say we're kind of still sitting the same. So. Me, I'm like that memes of that old man that's like, he's like, God damn shit. And he's like walking towards the door and like hitting the door. I feel like, man, just when the Kings are starting to get good and like everybody else, like they were the top in the Pacific. Now it's just like the pendulum switched and like now you got Kevin Durant in the on the Suns and shit like that. It's like, fuck, y'all just want to make it harder for us to make it into the playoffs, man. Like. I mean, I yeah, I was like, hmm, make the playoffs, dude. we'll make the playoffs, but it was like, we were sitting at the third seed right now. I, I'll be excited if we keep it at least to the fifth seed. Probably slide, but not that hard. I, like I said, I don't think the West got that much better. Like only the Suns really got better in the Lakers, but other yeah. than that, you got then, one team that's not even in the playoffs who got better and another team that was already good. So. And then it was a little bit questionable, like some of these moves, like Golden State, they basically traded like five second round picks just to get uh, Gary Payton the second back. It was like, bro, you guys had the opportunity to keep him, and you guys chose not to. Like that was dumb as fuck. Like you just I think Golden State's in a money crunch crisis right now. They're trying to figure out who they can let go and still pay. You know, because yeah. they know they're gonna have to pay. They had to pay Steph. And they're gonna have to probably pay Clay or Draymond big money to keep them. They need to keep their core if they want to be relevant, and they know it's coming to an end. So they're like, we need to figure something out. Yeah. So, but 
don't know. So some some okay trades, some are just like interesting. I don't think Kyrie and Luca is going to work out. No, um, I think Kyrie's going to just finish the year out and go somewhere else. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Kyrie's a Laker next year because I think that's really where he wanted to go, and reports are saying that's where he wanted to go. But Dallas and the that's and the Nets was like, "Fuck you! You're not yeah. going to where you want to go." <laughs> Well, at first they what? said that the what's his face Joe Sai, Masai was trying to send him to L.A., but they just what they wanted back the Lakers weren't going to give that. So then, um, but a lot of people are arguing that the Laker deal the what the Lakers was offering was ten times better than uh, what Mavs gave up. I mean, it just depends. Like that's hard to determine and say because you don't you got to finish the year out to see like what ends up being better. You might have to go two years down the road to see. What what trade is actually who's who won that trade? So I don't know. Lakers are all about star power, so they're always going to try to get their stars. So, but yeah. it like I said, interesting. We'll keep an eye on it, but we're not going to put too much time back into that. So, anyways, we're finishing up. We hope you guys enjoyed the show. It was pretty much Super Bowl talk for the most of it. So, uh, we hope you guys had a good week. We hope you guys enjoyed your Super Bowl week. But do you have any last words? Positive mindsets make positive outcomes for average podcasts. Deuces, guys. Peace out, y'all. Enjoy y'all week.